Hello everyone, welcome to You Are Loved in Christ. Today's topic, the Word of God and Dialect Continuum, Sociolinguistics. Speaker, Diwana L. Kanders. Dialect Continuum, including Sociolinguistics, addresses non-parallel spirits of communication based upon origin and traditions. Where we come from is not the factor. How we behave and communicate with one another is. How can we heal from this barrier? Living the word of God is the answer. Living the word of God. As we live the word of God, we are positioning ourselves for stability of communication. We communicate not by socioeconomic class, but by tradition and origin. These are the beginning factors. Traditions elicit our perceptions of learned behaviors, taught, including inherited from generation to generation. Origins enrich communication within prototype cultures. There are cultures within cultures. And this is why groups such as African cultures, Latino groups, and other, and European, even individuals from European groups, that's only one sector that's geographical. But when we break it down to who lives in those geographical areas, such as in Germany. Germany has many different languages, not just German. There's, there's Germ, uh, um, also in the Latino cultures, they also have different types of languages across the board, the board. Different types of levels of Spanish across the board um, are just not the same, including in African cultures. There are so many tribes that make up African cultures that it's extensive. So for instance, within the Mende tribe, which is where um, I have sisters who are half African, and I have a niece who is also in Africa. They are from Sierra Leone, the Mende tribe. Within that tribe, they have what they call Creole. We also have uh, the languages of the Mende, and there are other languages that go across the board. Those are just two that I've named that I'm familiar with that I break down uh, and that I can speak and that I can understand some of that language. Um, so we as a people have those different cultures of language when it comes to social linguistics and dialect continuum, which deals with the geographical, which also deals with the types of languages. So that individuals will be able to understand each other better, but in that case, they don't understand each other better because they do have these different barriers of the dialect continuum there and also with the sociolinguistics. And with that comes along with the origin and the traditions. Well, with this podcast, I'm going to be speaking about how those origins and traditions can help better the communication when it comes to dialect continuum and also sociolinguistics instead of there being a barrier from those being there. Our origins enrich communication dialect for a continuum of non-parallel spirits causing differences in our delivery of written and spoken language conversations. This is the trickling effect. So how do we preserve our traditions and origins as we dilute barriers for a more effective communication?
We should use alignment. This is the answer. We should use alignment of observational awareness and how to use what we observe from others' dialect continuum to steer sociolinguistics deriving towards a universal communication. So let's break that down a bit more. We should use alignment of observational awareness. When I go out and I deal with people or groups or community or even at church, I'm constantly aware of who's around me, reactions, whether they're good or whether someone would consider them not as good, but I'm dealing with positive. For the most part, I see life as the glass half full instead of half empty. So I see the best in everything that I put my efforts towards. So when things are, I, I see a person, I will observe them or a community or a group or an individual. I will observe them. And according to how they respond or even what culture they're from could possibly tell me what tradition or origin is actually influencing their communication with me. So once I do that and I'm able to get a niche on that and understand it by observing, then I'm able to take my traditions origin and set it aside to meet them where they are with their communication and what they've learned. And I'm going to teach you on how to do that in just a second or two here. So we should use alignment of observational awareness. I just explained that. And how to use what we observe from that observation, alignment of that observational awareness from others by observing them. From others' dialect continuum and to, in order to steer that dialect continuum deals with their origin and their traditions. According to what geographical address they're in. In order to be able to steer sociolinguistics deriving towards a universal communication. A universal communication that sounds really large, really big, but really huge. But actually, when another person is before me with a different origin or tradition when it comes to dialect continuum, communication, or sociolinguistics, then I'm actually, at that time, through that observational alignment of learning who they are, and becoming aware of who they are, of where they're from and why they may be reacting the way they are, then I'm able to look and say, what is the universal language to be able to communicate with them right now? The universal language between me and them, me and that individual. So that is how I derive, and as one, I truly believe And within saying that, it starts with one individual linked to another individual 
which builds a group, which builds a community, which builds the world, which builds the universe. So that is what I consider universal language. It can be small or large or huge. And we do this. So going into that, of what I just explained, and I just explained how it should be done. We do this by looking past the traditions and origins. We look for the traditions and origins, but we also, once we see it, have to look past it. Otherwise, it would be a barrier for myself or for others to even begin to impart past that to reach the person effectively when it comes to social linguistics or dialect continuum using the word of God and I'm about to get into that in just a moment. The word of God helps to position and prop for what I'm talking about. Support what I'm talking about as well. It's a catalyst for it and it's a sustainer for it for relationships and for communication. So we do this by looking past the traditions and origins, thus only looking for applied biblical knowledge to use during communication with one another by using the word of God for transparent, effective communication. So we inter we interrelate sociolinguistics and dialect continuum by using every by using the word of God the inspired brief word of God for transparent effective communication that is where we're going to break it down for dialect so it's the observing observational awareness Observing the origin and the tradition. Bringing in, keeping in mind that although we may have our own origin and tradition, that we are observing theirs to find out how to reach them better in the sociolinguistics and in the communication. But at the same time, humbling ourselves to say, hey, we understand this is who we are, who how this goes in communication and social linguistics and dialect continuum. But how can we make this better? How can I now come up or now use a dialect uh, that is universal, whether one-on-one or as I said, as a community, as a group, or even for world leaders um, for the world. So that is how that is done in everyday life experiences give individuals and our persons an opportunity to permeate in the observation of others. And bringing in the word of God for that, as I stated, there are scriptures for a more effective communication. And it all starts with Before I go into the other section, I was about to go into it. I'm going to speak on this a bit more, elaborate 
or expand more on the other section. So how does the Bible do this? How does this work? With the word of God, using the word of God in this type of subject of dialect continuum and sociolinguistics for better communication with others. The word of God equips the soul for maturation of communication with others. And we grow from glory to glory to glory from trusting in God's word to guide us. John first chapter first verse states in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So here we see that the word of God before man was even created always was. And as God spoke, even in the creation of the earth and the universe for the heavens and earth, everything is God breathed by what God speaks. And those that he inspired to write the Bible, even the Ten Commandments that comes from God-inspired words and inspiration from God himself. Acts 17, 28 states, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own prophets have said, we are his offspring. That's one of my favorite scriptures. I use it for Mother's Day every year with a collage. On Twitter at, at Yalik, Y-A-L-I-C underscore. And also it can be found at, at Yalik, Y-A-L-I-C underscore L-B-R-L. I have a lot of inspirational things on there for communication as well. So visit those and enjoy. With those two scriptures, we see here that in the beginning, there was, there is the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. And that word breaking it down is also Jesus. But the word of God is God breathed, the infallible word of God. He owes his word above his name. That's what the Bible says. It uses that. He owes his word above his name. It's infallible. It can't be destroyed. It can't, it's without merit. It's God breathed. So with the word of God, as within Acts 17, 28, in him we live and move and have our being. Therefore, it is within us to use the word of God to apply. It's within us. That is why the Bible talks about the fruits and the virtues. Because the fruits and the virtues are within us to be able to set aside traditions and origins, to observe others, and to open our minds to be able to communicate with them more effectively by trying to understand their origin and tradition. And the only way we can do that is if a humbleness is there because some people are very, you know, maybe set up on a certain percept, perception or perceptive of life. 
So with that, we are then taking that and applying that through the observation to be able to speak more effectively, communicate more effectively through dialect continuum and social linguistics. And I'm gonna give some examples of those soon. I wrote down examples. So that it can be effectively understood how people communicate. And actually, I have many of them, so I'll give two of them now. One is when individuals are walking on the sidewalk. I found um, many a times in New York with many visitors from around the world that, and I've seen this my whole life, actually, I've observed it and studied it in school, but I see it a lot here, which is not a problem. I do understand that they have their own way of doing things. Like in some Asian countries, it depends on, in America, they say walk on the right side. Go down the stairs on the right, go up the stairs on the right. Some countries, it's up the left and down the left. Also, in some countries, when they're walking on the sidewalk, if they, they believe if you see them walking, that you should move, not them. It's not that they're trying to be rude, they're not. That deals with the level of communication it does, even without speaking. And it does deal with geographical and it does teach people an origin and tradition because it teaches people about that. They also have different ways on how they communicate, how they may say, greet one another. They may, some may say hi, some bow, some high five, some bump fist. It depends on the origin and the tradition that has been passed down and inherited in their own communities. And it does not mean either one is right or wrong. So with that being said, if I wanted to understand them better, and I'm gonna use another example as well. I was out and about shopping yesterday and I've done this before, this is not the only incident. And I saw a gay couple, males. And I immediately observed, I observed, but I began to immediately put aside my own origin and tradition of inherited perceptions and ideals. Because I wanted to communicate with them on their dialect continuum. and hear what they had to say through language to me, which is sociolinguistics, about how they feel and think about their life. So the first thing I did was I said, I don't want you to get offended, but I'm a speaker and author and I speak on radio and podcasts and I have a book coming up called Church Locus of Control. And this will be one of the subjects that I will touch on. May I ask your opinion? Or may I ask a statement? May I receive a statement? I may say opinion. How do you perceive 
And he explained to me, and I'm not gonna go through the whole conversation. My question was, I will say what the question is. Does he believe he was born that way? Do they believe that or do they believe it just happened or something took place? And he began to explain to me different things and how he had dated women, but it just didn't work. And I'm not gonna go into the rest of it, but um, I was able to understand them better. Not just them, I'm not gonna say them because they're a part of me, we're all the human race. I was under, able to understand better perception coming from their view. I'm not stating or neglecting the word of God and my beliefs, but at the same time, people need to learn how to use dialect continuum and sociolinguistics with the word of God to respect others even if they disagree. Whether they agree or not, we are all humans, and I've said that on a podcast before. And one thing I did say when they were discussing, when he said what he said, I said this. I have more questions, but I'm going to say this as well, too. As I stated yesterday after they spoke with me, God actually said it within my spirit. He said, just as individuals claim what type of sexuality they are, the word of God still applies to everyone. Thou shalt not fornicate. You're not supposed to have fornication out of marriage. So there's a lot of people across the board, including heterosexuals who are in sin. So I'm not going to go there with that. I'm, I'm not dealing with that part. I'm dealing with a better communication with people for a better world. So on to the next scripture, James 1:19. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. So giving examples, the example of like being on a sidewalk or crossing over or you have to understand people and what they do and why they do what they do. That's part of a dialect continuum. Actually, they consider the universal language at this time sign language. That deals with nonverbal cues as well. Nonverbal cues means no speech. So therefore, as individuals communicate, whether it's quick to hear, slow to speak, uh, slow to anger, it all, it all return, returns back to the word of God and how we should treat one another in order for a better communication with one another. Ephesians 4, chapter 29, verse states, let no corrupt 
corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So the purpose actually, honestly, for this whole podcast, I love all these scriptures, but it delves into we live and move in him, we live and move and have our being. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And also this scripture here, Ephesians 4, chapter 29, verse, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So my goal when I'm approaching a person, as I said earlier, and I'm observing, I don't even approach them, I really observe a lot. My goal is to make sure, and that's also on my radio podcast, and also in my book reviews, to deliver sound criticism and exhortation. I am not to have any corruptness coming out. I'm supposed to, whether I understand a group or community, an individual person or not, I'm supposed to be always building them up, says the word of God. And this is what builds, this is what knocks down the barriers of origins and traditions while preserving the barriers of origins and traditions. For a better dialect continuum and a more solid foundation of sociolinguistics. Colossians 4 chapter 6 verse states, let your speech be always be gracious, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Jesus, that's another one. Fully fat right there. So, if I'm filled with the word of God and what God says about speech and communication, and I'm taking the time to be slow to speak, quick to hear. That means that a person is observing instead of speaking. Then they're able to all be gracious and seasoned with salt so that they may know how to answer each person. They're observing. Implementing the word of God. Looking past origins and traditions while preserving origins and traditions. Within themselves and by being respectful with the fruits for others. For a more universal conversation where they're on one level, one ground, of communication. And all throughout scripture, there are answers directive in our sociolinguistics 
dialect continuum and actions towards one another. We need only to follow them. And keep in mind, as I stated earlier, our everyday life experiences give individuals and our persons and or persons an opportunity to permeate in the observation of others, meaning to soak it in. Soak it in. Come out the comfort zone. Strategically place, to strategically place ourselves or themselves where they're uncomfortable. So that they can become better in learning and applying the word of God personal learning experiences and education for a more effective dialect continuum and solid foundation for sociolinguistics. Individuals or persons are then able to take, to take or use those observations to maneuver the communication from traditions and origin out of their comfort zones. That's what I just spoke about and I'm speaking about again. To communicate effectively in dialect continuum different than their own. And it's okay, most of my followers know I prep well and everything I say they can run through a plagiarism tool. that I put it on cue cards and that I read it and producers can even save from recording studios and even from as many times as I've had to record a podcast sometimes. I'm a one woman show. I do have some people at my church at St. Patrick's Cathedral that are really linked with me and blessing me at this point. Um, matter of fact, I will be and just another couple hours meeting with that individual to schedule the appointment for the buyer, for the trademark and some other things that will be happening with the trademark and with uh, the new children's book release and also the other book, sec the previous book, second edition for You Are Loved in Christ Unity Amongst Christians to be in a church, um, on a church shelf. So, I say that to say that I've, I know where I'm at and what I'm doing. And it's okay to, you know, prepare. I see many of God's giants up on stages who prepare that way and they look at tablets or cue cards or they have it up on a, the, 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 the factor of a great delivery for the Lord is, is not about quantity or socioeconomic or how great a person thinks they sound, but to go forth and obey God, step out of the boat. And also, quality meaning when God says quality, he means sincerity of heart. 
dealing with the quality of the spirit and the fruits at this point. If the quality of the fruits and the spirit are there, then we're able to push forth in God's work and let God, trust God, he'll, he'll do the rest. He'll start linking individuals and the right people and the right divine connections. And before individuals know it or a, pers people, a person knows it, or I can say even with my te own testimony, I put up podcasts and started on radio podcast, started on one, and really I started with IMN Radio and then with Anchor, about the same time. And then all of a sudden, there, there are people who are taking this podcast everywhere. And it's also now in Tijuana, Mexico. So God is good. And he supplies and takes care of everyone with what, they, with what is needed. He's taking care of me with everything I've needed, regardless if reading from a cute card or not. So therefore, we are to focus on, again, quality of the spirit. And back to this subject I was talking about as well. Because with communication, it does require quality in the spirit. It does require the fruits. It requires obedience. It requires to be soaked, permeated in the word of God. in order to bring forth the most effective communication for dialect continuum and sociolinguistics. You are loved in Christ. <laughs>